Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I am really excited and happy to be sitting here talking to author E.J. Nixon, who's written a book called The Span, which is something I haven't really talked to any others about. It's a dystopian book. Hi, E.J. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I would love to go ahead and dive into your book. Can you tell me what it's about to start off? Sure. So um, I've been calling it a pseudo dystopian um, (laughs) only because I think sometimes people think of dystopian and they think of the world and whatever kind of elements have led to the world being a dystopian landscape have to be kind of first and foremost. And, And this book is very character driven. One of the things that uh, I think some hardcore dystopian people don't like is that the setting for this book absolutely is dystopian, but the premise and the reason you keep reading is because of the characters and what they're going through. And so this book is a male protagonist. He's very morally gray. And we basically ride shotgun in his head as he goes through some pretty dramatic family changes, some societal changes. Basically, it's kind of the villain that I hope you want to root for. Oh, I love that. It's a nice change (laughs) of pace. (laughs) Right? And I I do love playing with the line between heroes and villains. Um, And so it is, it's loosely based on the Cain and Abel story. So it's about two brothers and kind of flip it on its side a little bit in terms of which brother we should be rooting for as the story continues. That's so cool. Finally, something totally off the wall there. How did this come about to start off? Uh, I had written um, a few contemporary romances and um, I finished a series. And when those concluded, I wanted to sit back and really find something um, and write something that challenged me in a different way. And I had this idea of, you know, this kind of Cain and Abel brother relationship where maybe, you know, we're not exactly sure who the good guy is and who isn't. Uh, And the story kind of flushed out from there. I think it was a little bit of an interesting choice to do first person point of view of a male character. I'm a female, so I obviously don't have the uh, male psyche riding along (laughs) with me. (laughs) I thought that uh, he was a strong enough character and he was formed enough in my mind when I was starting to outline this story that we took a chance and and tried to do it. So hopefully it works. You published your book this past September, September Mm -hmm. 2022. How has it been with the span? Is this something that you're finished with, with these characters or and wanting to like shift off or? <laughs> That's a really great question. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I feel, uh, you know, as I think with most indie authors, one of the things that I'm still working on is the idea of marketing, um, you know, mm-hmm. and marketing the book being the hardest part for me, at least personally. So the story's done. Uh, the, audiobook actually is just now coming out 
So now that the audiobook has been recorded and released into the world, I feel as though the span itself, I've done as much creating with that as I can. So now the question is, is there a second book in this universe, kind of in this group of people? Is there a second one there or not? That is the question I get asked the most. And that is the question I still don't know. (laughs) I'm going to hold you up to uh, updating us because this is really exciting. Because you wrote, you said a contemporary romance and now you did this novel. It's kind of interesting to see where you're shifting to next or you're continuing these characters. Were there any challenges writing this character since it's so character driven? Was there one that you didn't really? Yeah. So the thing with this one was when I write, I tend to picture and hear and see scenes of dialogue before I see a lot of different things and kind of fleshing out dialogue and conversations between characters helps me sort out who they are as people. So the main character in this band, his name is Cole. And he was very clear to me, the way he thinks, the way he talks, the way he interacts with people. He's very clear and quite straightforward for me to write. And about a quarter of the way through the book, he encounters a woman whose name is Charlie. And she is quite a shifting character as the book goes on. And so one of the hardest things for me was making sure I kept her voice very much, very uniquely Charlie, but also allowing her to make the character arc I needed her to make. Um, So she was actually the hardest one for me to put together uh, in terms of sticking with her development, but also staying true to kind of who she was as a person. Would you say Cole is your like your favorite child then in the book? Not to pick a favorite child, but you know, favorite character. Yeah, no, he absolutely is. I think, you know, I tend to gravitate towards clever and snarky, but also kind of wounded puppies. <laughs> and I think that he ticks all of those boxes for me. So he's absolutely, you know, he's definitely my favorite child in the book. <laughs> it's so interesting to hear how much authors really dig deep into the characters and really get attached to them. Can you tell me more about you as an author? Sure. So uh, like I said, I started out, I have a couple of contemporary romance novels that are traditionally published and they are set in a small town. I'm a horse professional by trade. I've done horse training and working at a farm the majority of my adult life. And so the straightforward thing to me to write initially was cowboy books. So once the cowboy books were written, I kind of had to step back and ask myself, do I do I still want to consider myself to be an author? You know, which I think so many of us struggle with when do we get to call ourselves authors? And for me, it was kind of like, well, you should probably write something other than what you know so well. You know, you know horses, you know horse guys. Write something that you don't know so well. That's a big challenge to me, I would say, to <laughs> to get out of your comfort zone like that. But I like that you're doing the, the horses books because that is what you know. I think that's fascinating. But sorry, go ahead. <laughs> No, yeah. And so I think that um, I never really considered myself to be an author. I always liked writing, played around with writing, but only recently in the last few years, really, did I allow myself to consider doing this as more than a side hobby that I did, you know, once the kids fell asleep to rage 
journal or something. <laughs> um, and, and so now I'm trying to just kind of find my stride. You know, I, I was originally traditionally published. I find that the self-publishing route suited me a little bit better. So now I'm just trying to learn the ropes there. I know a bunch of really, really amazing authors who I have in my sphere um, who've been really helpful on the journey. So yeah, I think I'm just trying to make it up as I go. I see that you also up the game a bit and have buckle up books. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So when I decided to self-publish the span, I, you know, as a lot of authors, I think try to do, we want to create a little space between a business and a public life and our personal life. For me personally, my, my husband and I were foster parents. So there's an extra kind of level of really wanting to make sure that the two are separate. And the way to do that seemed one of the best ways to do that seemed to be creating an LLC that was going to publish my book, at least my book. And so Buckle Up Books Publishing was born. It's kind of fun and exciting. It feels like standing kind of at the edge of something new that I could publish more of my own work. I could publish other people's work. So it's kind of a really exciting venture, but still, you know, just in its most infant stages. Congratulations on that. I think that's that's a big step, an exciting step. Thank actually. you. Thank you. Let's go back to the span a little bit. What are some surprises you would find in this book without having to give it all away? What are some things that we can truly expect reading your book? Sure. So for the span, we start the book with two brothers who are almost mob-like in their family ties and their relationship. The family that they're in is is exceptionally powerful because the world is rebuilding societies and their grandfather really was integral in allowing society to form. And so their grandfather goes by the moniker, the inventor, and he is very powerful, almost like the head of a mob family, powerful. And so when we first meet Cole, he's very buttoned up. Um, he doesn't even think or say a contraction. He is so formal. And as the story progresses and he kind of has new things introduced into his world, um, he has some things taken away, he kind of begins to morph into what I would consider more of a normal human being. You know, <laughs> he's got some emotion and he's allowing emotions to show and he's dealing with some uh, very big family drama, we'll call it. I mean, I think the Cain and Abel story gives it away a little bit, right? There's some violence right. and, and some things like that. Right. Okay. So we kind of get to ride along as he's this character he portrays and has been playing for most of his life kind of gets chipped away and we get to see him evolve uh, from a little bit less robotic to a little bit more soft and uh, I don't know what the word is because I don't want to say weak. That was right. well, that would be something Cole would say that having emotions makes you weak. But yeah, just I think kind of a little bit more tender and vulnerable maybe. I really like that there is the human character side to this that you're not just reading event after event or whatnot there's you dig deeper into like their psyche and how they would deal with different situations so not only does this book sound so much fun with things happening it's also like you said really character driven i i really love that that's great 
what can you look <laughs> my head's like spinning for some weird reason um any oh wait sorry i had one other question that i thought was so awesome but now of course i forgot it it's gonna come to me at like 2 a.m though that's all right. You can I email me and I'll somewhere. just like text you an answer and you can just plug it in. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Is there a genre or something that you're kind of itching to wanting to do beyond this once you once you could take a breather from all this? Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of been funny because um after writing the romance books and then coming in with the dystopian, it it feels like I'm I'm kind of bouncing around and cheating on my other genres. <laughs> And, and so I have a couple of new stories kicking around in my head. One of them ha- is, you know, follows a bunch of fallen angels. It's almost a paranormal type of story. Um, another one is maybe a little bit more of a memoir about a very tired and frazzled mom, which I have to admit is a little <laughs> close to home. And so it does feel like I'm going to probably genre hop again, which I, you know, I'm sure there's a marketing expert somewhere screaming um, about hearing that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I feel as though as a reader, I read so many different genres um, that I can't see myself uh, staying boxed into one genre when I go to write either. So who knows? You might get uh, Valkyries and Vikings. (laughs) You might get Fallen Angels and Demons. um, And you might just get like some kind of satirical (laughs) ranting about motherhood. It's really hard to say what's coming next. Honestly, to me as a reader, if an author that I like, or even if they just wrote one book and they they bounce to a different genre, I don't ever mind it. I actually root for that because I, if I enjoyed writing one book, I would definitely trust that the author will do just as an amazing job as a different genre, a different book. Because I've heard that people have given advice, oh, don't write, you know, outside your comfort zone or whatnot and I usually say no just do it because I would definitely read it so with this band where can we get your book EJ uh so one of the best uh to go to www.ejnixon.com that's my website that will kind of help you find it but it is on Amazon it's on Kindle Unlimited and also uh the audiobook just went live this week so you can get it on audible uh on amazon and on itunes so it's a lot of different places to go but the website my website will get you started and it also will show you my social media links and i always follow back so if you're an obvious human and not a bot i will follow (laughs) you back on instagram and tiktok and facebook and everywhere that i can i'm surprised how many bots are out there just like digging into your account you know into instagram and stuff now if your profile picture is like you're half naked and you've got a bunch of numbers in your username (laughs) i'm going to assume you're not a real person so if i don't follow you back and you meet that criteria you're gonna have to reach out and tell me to follow you (laughs) right we want to know why you have so many numbers on your username pick a regular username people (laughs) right exactly so i follow back anybody who looks like a person on social media. <laughs> well, thank you, EJ, for coming by and talking to me today about the span, about your writing journey, and definitely about Buckle Up Books publishing. That's that's really a whole world of of fascination for me with with what you've been doing. Um, so I will talk to you next time, especially when we find out if the span gets 
an expansion or not. So, okay, um, well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, thank you. And we'll, we'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye.